I could get dumped in fake blood every day, and I would be extremely happy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious, though, 100%. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Forest in Features. I'm your host, Thomas Moore. Uh, today, we got a special episode that we're doing today. Uh, we haven't had an opportunity to do one of these episodes yet, but we're doing the Carrie the Musical Postmortem. Um, this is just going to be a couple of people from the cast communicating about the show, um, just talking about their experiences being in the cast and um what you know the show meant to them at the end and you know kind of that overall reflection perspective um it's good to kind of capture an artist's thought on you know what the experience was to them if you find that interesting tune in if not well you know go listen to another episode i don't know what to tell you um so uh just a little background on here uh we did carry the musical here for nine shows at the end of october it ran for about three weeks uh kevin sievert directed that show uh, and I was even in that show. Um, unfortunately, this episode, uh, we had a couple people lined up um, to put together here. Kevin is normally my co-host. Um, just the uh, planning for this one has been one of the more challenging ones that we had. And a couple people that we really wanted to be in this podcast, unfortunately, were, unfortunately, we're not able to make it. Uh, Kevin being included. Um, but everyone wish him to get better. Um, he is busy crushing it in Milwaukee right now. We want him to do the best that he can. Okay, so one of the first things that I kind of want to do is introduce everyone that I do have here. Uh, what I have, uh, who I have with me for this episode is Shannon Page, who played Norma in the show, Ariel Ducat, who was Carrie from Carrie the Musical, the lead. Uh, and then we have Sam Oswald as Tommy, and then myself. I even got roped into this one right at the end. I That kind of happened, I suppose. <laughs> um, and I played Mr. Stevens, which was one of the teachers for the show. Um, so at this point, I just want to kind of do some impromptu questions with the people that are here, um, and then kind of go from there, um, just have some talks and conversations. Um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting about this show was this show, for whatever reason it did, broke pre-sale ticket totals and total ticket totals for the Forest Inn for any musical and regular show that they did, um... And I just find that really fascinating as when you hear the name Carrie the Musical, it's like, well, what about it, you know, was the thing that everyone found so appealing to it? What do you think it was? Does anyone want to answer that question? Uh, Well, I think a lot of people knowing that Kevin was doing it, I think, helped a lot as he has a pretty good name around here. Um, And I think just the, I think Carrie is almost kind of like a, what do they call that? Like a um, cult fiction? Sure. Is that correct? Sure. I, I think it's, it's kind like of a cult classic. Yeah, like a cult classic. Like it's just a movie that um, people love and are familiar with, and just adding that musical, you know, twist on it. And I think Kevin did a really good job with the promo shoots. Uh, we used, you know, blood, and you can go on the site and find those, but. I, I think there was just a lot of really good promotional work, and I think we Kevin did pretty much everything. He choreographed, music directed. Uh, what am I missing? Director, choreographed, music direct, uh, lighting. Like, he did it all, pretty much. So I think people just 
we're excited to see that. And I think he put a lot of work into it. And I think it obviously showed. Um, speaking of the blood, um, that was quite a different thing than, you know, any other show we've had here with some of those special effects that we had for this show. Um, different types of aspects with lighting and real blood, uh, music, etc. Uh, well, how was that experience for everyone? And I know she just avoided the mic a second ago, but of all people, we should probably talk to Ariel about that experience, as I'm pretty sure over a gallon of blood got poured on her head every night, right? It was messy. It was very messy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was fortunate enough to miss the promo shoots where they were you know, taking videos and pictures. But when I did see the blood for the first time and felt the blood for the first time on my clothing, yeah, I was pretty shocked. <laughs> Uh, the cleanup was difficult, and as a guy who's colorblind, <laughs> that made it even harder. Yeah, I do remember. Um, I do remember being backstage listening to you complain about how much it uh, how much it took to clean them all, clean it all up, and then multiple times being like, "Guys, did I get it all? Guys, did I get all the blood?" And not just me complaining because everybody had to chip in and help out. <laughs> Gavin, Thomas, Carter, literally everybody had to had to be spraying and praying with me. So, yeah. Speaking of cleanup, yes, the laundry was uh, a disaster. Uh, Kevin would be here till 2, 3 in the morning doing that laundry. And there was a couple times he wasn't here, so I would do it for him. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. It just took forever. And the washing washing machine looked so terrible after I had to scrub it down. There was blood stains on the side. I could get dumped in fake blood every day, and I would be extremely happy. Um, <laughs> no, I'm serious, though, 100%. Um, the blood that we used for the promo was a lot stickier. Um, when we did the promo video, um, I was standing there for probably about like 30 to 45 minutes, just covered in essentially corn syrup, and I ended up having to peel my clothing off of me by the time I was actually able to shower. Um, it was horrible. But the stuff that we used for the actual show was much more forgiving um, and ended up washing off very well. It smelled like chocolate and peanut butter occasionally before we got rid of the peanut butter. Um, it was also very slippery. It was really fun just sliding into Aaron's arms <laughs> a couple times. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, fake blood's amazing. I love it. I think Ariel is referring to a really funny gift that we put together at the end. There was one particular show, Ariel, where how far did you travel? Yeah, uh, a couple feet. It's just like you got wings all of a sudden, or it was ice was on the floor, and she was just gliding. Hydroplaning. It was it, it was any term that you had potentially of what it could have been. It was really funny. We shared it a lot, and it was a really good time. Um, so just to kind of make a shift on here, I mean, initially, what what about this show made you guys want to audition for this show? Um, what about it? that you felt, you know, that was appealing, you know. Um, I'll speak, of course, for the perspective that it was really great to see Ariel be a lead in a musical yeah. here at the Forest, as I know that Woo-hoo. she's always had the talent in to have, like, a role that, like, literally I heard she was auditioning, and I was like, well, that seems perfect <laughs> in a lot of ways because, you know, she's always been very talented, so it was really great to see her in a lead. I mean, but from, from you guys, you know, what made you guys want to audition for the show? Uh, well, I... My mom introduced me to Carrie the movie. She was a huge Stephen King fan, and she had like a book of shelves with just lined with Stephen King. So I I was already into the movie itself, and 
I Kevin always wanted to do this show, and there was just never a good venue in the area to do it besides the Forest Inn, which is another reason why I think it worked out really well out here. This venue is just perfect for it. Um, Kevin did it in Milwaukee with a company, and I don't know the company name. But me and Ariel actually went to see it with another friend, and I I was like, oh, this will probably be cheesy, whatever. I was blown away by how much I loved the music and the production. So I was on board for Carrie the Musical with Kevin as soon as I saw that. And just knowing how much Kevin had that spark for this and passion for this show, I wanted to be a part of it because I knew it was going to be something special and it did end up being something very special. I think it's going to be a show that's going to be remembered here. And one of my personal favorites and the cast was great. Um, that's a different, you know, story. But uh, so, yeah, I think it just it was it was a very good show here. Well, I mean, aside from the fake blood, I wanted to audition because um, I've just always had a very special place in my heart for the show, Carrie. Um, not only the movie, but once I found out that there was a musical, I was ecstatic about it, fell in love with it instantly, and I've been obsessed with it ever since. Um, I mean, the goal was always, you know, the dream was to be Carrie, but really, I just wanted to be a part of it in any way, shape, or form. I think the message is incredible. I think just everything, start to finish, is amazing. It's my favorite. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, well, uh, growing up uh, in a in a very uh, horror friendly household, Carrie was often uh, one of the uh, movies at the end of the evening. As a young child, like I, I must have been watching that by like age five or six, a lot, and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> You know, her in the closet with Jesus. Oh, it's still kind of haunting. Um, and uh, later on in high school, I, I read the book and it, it, it killed, you know. Uh, I didn't even know that there was a musical until uh, we did the... Kevin asked me to be a part of the preview event that we did last March. Um, and uh, I, I believe we did the opening number in. It was pretty cool. It was, it was you know, it was like, all right, cool. This is starting to uh, bring back some memories of the movies and, and, the, and the novel. And then uh, once we started to get in the, in, in the swing of it uh, over the summer, it was like, oh, my God, this is really quite a powerful piece of work. And it doesn't hit you in the same way that the movie does or the book, but it's all still there. You know, as campy as the musical is, it, it's just a ton of fun. And, and like Ariel had said, it's, you know, it's a powerful powerful message it really is a, a killer show they did kind of allude to one of the next questions i was going to have that i thought was interesting at least in my experience with this show um i got kind of roped into it you know uh towards the end of it for circumstances um and i'm glad i did because it ended up being a pretty good time um initially i was like i feel way out of place me but, too yeah <laughs> there it is I'm he got, got roped, roped into, into it too, too. um but um one of the things that i took away from at least the first couple you know um rehearsals that I was in because I hadn't heard anything about the musical until Kevin was like, we really need you to do it, man. Can you please do it? And I was like, yeah, no problem. Got you, man. Um, but, um, the first couple of things that I took away was this is a little campy. Yeah. <laughs> like I was, but, 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 but the end of it kind of alludes to that in some capacity because the focus isn't necessarily, at least from the musical, from a difference to the movie, at least in my opinion, wasn't this 
it, it has the horror tone above over the top of it. I mean, one of my favorite things was watching Carrie learn about her powers in the musical over time and being, you know, the discoveries of those. And I think Ariel did a great job with that. But, I, you know, that was one of the aspects that I really liked about the show. But the show itself kind of adjusts its focus, not necessarily on the theme of what I think traditionally would be the book or the movie, and more on this perspective of like the author had something to say, you know? And I mean, would you guys agree with me? I mean, ultimately, I feel like the person who wrote the musical was really looking on a focus to be be kind to people, you know? The um, Otherwise, she's going to snap your neck and throw you against a stair set and kill you. So, you know what I mean? It was a little drastic, but I mean, more or less, that was kind of the, the message that I got away from it. So I thought that was, I thought that was really interesting. That was different, at least from... Um, it's kind of the uh, conversation between, like, medium and execution when it comes to, like, what the musical is. Okay. Uh, I want to ask another question. It's all right with you guys. Um... What's something that you would do differently in the script? Think about the script. Think about aspects of the script, etc. What's one thing that you would do differently? You know, change the plot. Not our execution, not our show directly, maybe. Or maybe an aspect of the show that doesn't involve someone. <laughs> so we're not accusing anyone of anything, right? But, like, what's something that you, you know, would have changed um, for the show that you think would have aided in its execution? Well, I mean, um, what I would change isn't um, very serious at all, but um, there's a moment <laughs> where Miss Gardner is talking to Carrie and she's giving her the story about um, when she went to prom and how the car broke down and I, I was supposed to say, oh no, and I just, that, I hated saying it, I don't know, it just, mm, it's the moment that I'm supposed to say it, I just felt it didn't feel natural to me, um, I feel like I probably played it off pretty well, but I would have put it like another line or so later um if i had to say it at all um um there were a lot of uh not a lot of typos but there were plenty of typos in the script as it was um a lot of uh redundancy in certain lines for certain characters tommy ross specifically um so um uh, to answer your question thomas i did already make those changes (laughs) I did. I did. I I took those liberties myself um this this time around. Um and most of the time it was it worked pretty well. Um if I were to change something uh about the way that we did it, I would prefer to have Tommy in the end after the blood dumping to be a little more uh empathetic to Carrie as he is in the movie cuz I, you know, and I understand that was a that was a that was a director's choice, of course, and I, I was behind that one hundred percent. But it would have been fun to try it out the other way, because I liked selling that nice guy routine, you know. <laughs> that was kind of the funny takeaways. It was just like there were moments in backstage where just like, hold on, Thomas, how many different runs can I put into a song here oh, just to irritate yes. you? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yes, I, I believe. Changing the, changing the ink of the music. Yeah, uh, that yeah, was you, fun too. Oh, oh you, you did. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> I have a couple things. One thing that I just... I just really hated that Chris's big bullying tactic was her getting her period like it was really hard to pretend to laugh when she's like ah she got her period we're all supposed to laugh like yeah, everybody even i don't even know if 
because this was present day. Like we we presented it as 2022 or 2021. It was one of the years. And so this century. So even high school these days, I don't feel I could be wrong, but I don't feel that is something at this point in life that you would tease someone about like at like that's the best you've got is that i got my period so that was like that i always couldn't stand because i'm like i just feel like i feel like norma had more beef with carrie than chris did i don't know i could go into a long discussion about that but i won't another thing that i kind of wish could have been done not done differently because that's just how the script was like not what kevin did with it but the gym scene i feel got too many laughs and I feel it should have and it could be because people come to see us and they know us and they think what we're doing is funny and I get that but to me that should have been a very these girls are bitches and they like are refusing to apologize and nobody there should be like a pin drop that you can hear because we're nobody should be liking us but so in my opinion that got too many laughs um but again that could be just because people know us but those are probably the two things that I can think of that were just kind of like, uh, this is the script. This is where the script kind of lost me a little bit. But what can you do? All right. This show has been known, you know, critically to be very binary in some capacity. Um, I mean, initially when it went on Broadway, how, mu- how long did it run before it closed? three days right it was very it was very small it was a short-lived show and because of a lack of success from the initial pre-sale tickets i believe was the reason uh don't quote me on that of course you could look it up but i believe that was the reasoning is this just it didn't sell very well i mean they did have a revival for it and it did really well which is awesome right but it speaks a lot to this show this show to me is there's not a lot of gray area when it comes to the show. You either liked it or you didn't. And mostly because of the style and the overall execution of the show. It's like, you know, it, it, it didn't have a lot of, well, it was just fun for me. You know what I mean? You either really got on board with the overall execution of the show or you were just like, I don't know what I just spent two hours watching. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, so initially, I mean, the rehearsals, first couple of rehearsals, that's how I felt. I was like, what am I doing right now? You know, but like, I, I would say within... Very quickly, within two or three weeks, I was like, okay, now I'm starting to see. And a lot of it was because I hadn't rehearsed that last scene in the show, you know, that last song in the show. And then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Five? Okay. Five performances. Thank you. Um, But it was like, for me, it was like, okay, now I understand, you know, (laughs) that's now I see. <laughs> that, I finally that, see. see. That's it. That's I it. Finally see. That hurts my soul. Thomas oh. finally sees. <laughs> you know, what is your thoughts? Um, I think that musicals are binary in general. Either you're into that stuff or you're not. Yes. Horror is binary. You're either into it or you're not. And... Maybe even Stephen King, which would also fall into the horror category. Um, So it's a unique combination of the two, being a musical and a horror musical at that. Um, And I think that of of all the regular people that that showed up to to see the show, all the regular Forest Inn patrons, um, generally really liked it because they're into this stuff. But a lot of the new faces that we saw that weren't quite sure what to expect, that weren't quite sure what they were getting into. Uh, at least everybody that I spoke to also really liked 
the show. And I think that has to do with uh, the content of the show, uh, the message, as we've said a million times, the execution of the show, the cast, the direction. I mean, everything was, was, was executed very well. Um, so, yeah. That was really good. All right. One more closing thing from every one of you, real quick. Your favorite story about the show, being part of the cast, doesn't have involved the show or not. Your favorite memory from the show. I think one of my favorite memories was pre-show. We would pass around a football outside. It was We got really lucky with this weather where it was just not hot, not cold. It was just perfect. So we got to bond and pass the football around. That was definitely one of my favorite memories. Nothing really particularly funny happened. It just was fun. Good memory. And another memory that's not really funny but doing the destruction was so much fun and that's something i will definitely never forget there's a lot of funny moments i just don't have one in particular that i can think of at the moment um i mean my favorite part was everything um but if i had to pick one instance it was the first rehearsal that sam who played tommy was actually there for the destruction um and it was right before the blood was going to be dumped on me and he just walked right in front of it and it just upstaged the entire moment and it was hilarious oh man and then you know gliding across the stage as i mentioned previously that was also hilarious i was sitting there crying on aaron's lap after and i'm like you know i really hope we got that on tape and we did it was sensational uh it's very difficult to pinpoint a single singular moment or memory uh the whole show was a blast everybody involved was really cool the vibes were were very very good we had a ton of fun everybody uh got closer i think uh, with each other uh, then they well, at least for me anyway um, you know, a lot of, a lot of great friendships, some that, uh, have been reformed over, uh, over uh, years of absence, some fresh, some new. Um, so the, the whole experience was, was just a lot, a lot of, you know, wonderful, wonderful memories. Uh, one particular instance that was very funny, very funny for me anyway, it was, uh, I, I believe it was either the Wednesday or the Thursday before we opened. So everyone's roughly off book. And I'm not doing anybody any favors. You know, I don't have a ton of lines, but I'm screwing them up. <laughs> in particular, uh, when uh, Ariel and I are, are uh, hashing out whether or not we're going to go to prom together. And I was botching some of my lines. She was botching some of her lines. Because of me. <laughs> I wasn't doing her any favors. And uh, Ariel had a habit of cussing when she screwed up. It was very funny. She, she'd 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 misstep and then drop a bomb of some sort, <laughs> and we finished the we finished the prom scene and then uh, you and Aaron ate pie, yeah. and you uh, you know telekinesis her up against the wall and the, and the, and the, it was the end of Act One, and I was standing there next to Kevin, <laughs> and uh, you know the music's off and everything's done and the first thing he says, <laughs> first thing he says is. Ariel, stop swearing. <laughs> it just made me geek out. And when we were, uh, after our last show, when everybody was going around the room, I didn't realize that that was my favorite moment until Kevin was walking out. So I said it in passing to him, but I had to get that off my chest now. Yes, favorite, favorite memory right there. All right. Um, I think we're going to wrap up the podcast here. Um, I'm really glad that we were able to get you guys all together here so that we could discuss the show, um, some experiences with the show, and et cetera. Um, look 
for a couple more episodes coming up here quickly. Uh, Kevin and I have someone, some of in the works, including Mistletoe Musings, which is going to be opening this upcoming week. So um, there will be a podcast on there very soon where we talk about dates for purchasing tickets and all of that. So that episode will be coming up. Uh, we also have an episode coming up here quickly where we're going to be talking with Michael about the new season for next year so we can get some highlights on all the new shows um, and potentially even a reflection show um, talking about the forest in the past year. Um, some takeaways um, and where the forest is heading, not from a perspective of shows necessarily, but some bigger things in the works, some of the um, building stuff that he wants to do, the initiative and everything else that he's working on. So uh, feel free to tune into that as well. Thank you again very much for listening to this podcast. You have a great rest of your day. Thank <laughs> you.